dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. 5-3-53. 53 episodes, a year plus of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Killer, what's good, man? Tired, boss. <laughs> Been out in that sun. I'm, I'm glad we got some sun finally, though. Absolutely. So. 80 plus degrees today in the DYT. Yeah, girls had their first soccer match of the year. I so. seen it on the snap. So, you know me, I'm up at like 7, listening to Rocky, getting <laughs> hype. Girls are snoozing and didn't want to get up. I'm like, y'all ain't about this sports life. Y'all should be up having cereal, doing push-ups, stretching, something. Getting your mind right. Man, damn near late to the day of first game. Of course, my wife signs us up for snacks and tells me at 7 in the morning. So since I was up, I ran and got the Gatorades and the bag of chips. And, uh, uh, get that out. You know, sign up early, get it over with. Yeah, yeah. So, we did that, but yeah, out this morning, man, out there in that sun. How did it go? My oldest team was down four one going <laughs> to the fourth quarter and scored three. Okay, so they tied it up at the end. Um, no, my kid was uh, <laughs> actively uh, running around on grass. That's about it. <laughs> middle kid, much worse. <laughs> middle, middle kid, she stood literally in the spot the coach told her to stand in for the entire first quarter. She follows the instructions, man. Absolutely. So then... <laughs> That's I, good parenting right yeah, there, man. You're yeah. doing something right. I'm on the opposite side of the field with baby and my mom and everybody. So I, finally I had enough. I couldn't take it. So I walk over there. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, run around. Get the ball. So she still didn't do it. So something what the coach said to her second quarter, lit a fire in her. She, okay. She got active. She was getting in there, taking the ball, stealing, dribbling. She might be my little soccer player. Okay. But, um, their team lost like I think two nothing. They didn't score any goals. So, <laughs> oh for one for the Stanford household. Okay. But, uh, we got some sun today, so baby absolutely, got out the house. man. You know that's one of my biggest fears. Uh, eventually when I become a parent, man, like will I have the patience? Man, patience is a thing that I struggle with now as a full grown adult, where it's just me and the wife, or yeah. things I have to deal with at work. Or just everyday things that I deal with, traffic, waiting in lines. I, I don't do well with any type of having to have patience. Man. I just don't do well with it. I only do well when I'm teaching my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like when when it's a learning thing, like we in line at concession stand, getting the drinks afterwards. My middle child's exhausted from running around, wanting her popsicle that all the other kids have. I'm like, we got to be patient, wait till it's our turn. You know, I'm cool like that. But like you say... Come home from work and grandpa doing 30 on the highway. It's like, come <laughs> on, man. I don't have the patience for that. But yeah, man. That's my, like I struggle too with, with getting active, like with the kids. Cause like I want, I played every sport as a kid. I love mm-hmm. them all. So it's like coaching. No, I don't have the time for that. But like while I'm there, I want to coach. I want to help. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like I had to fight back. Stepping over the coach's head. Right. You, know, you don't want to be that parent that's on the sideline <laughs> causing distractions in the coach's playbook. So I left it alone. But um, yesterday, my oldest practice, man, they, they at the last half hour, the coach goes, any parents? We're going to do parents versus kids. It's like, of course. Well, you know, I can't say no to no activity. Right. So I'm out there. He, he immediately puts me in the goal because I'm the big guy. So now I, got, <laughs> now I got a little dander. Like, I'm about to go score just to <laughs> – from from the goalie just to be an asshole because he put me back there because I'm the big guy, but uh, yeah, we got out there and ran around a little bit. So it's that time of the year, man. Time to get active. Get active, man. And uh, since we're talking about kids, there's some kid. I forget. I read the article. I forget where in Ohio he's from, but basically the kid, um, he's eight years old. Him and his little sister wanted McDonald's, cheeseburgers to be exact. <laughs> So this little bastard, yes, YouTube's <laughs> How to Drive, takes mommy and daddy's car, drives him and the four-year-old sister to McDonald's and gets cheeseburgers. But properly drives, though. 
That is fucking crazy. <laughs> Though I, I read that it was talking like about how he was obeying the uh, turn signals and stopping and you know, like got to McDonald's. I want to know what YouTube link he went on because I was yeah. a terrible driver until I was about 17, 18, dude. <laughs> See, f- like for me, I didn't drive at all until I was about 17 years old. I never got behind the wheel. But I was the kid that sat in the passenger seat and like pretended like I was driving <laughs> and moms was driving. So when she turning the big the big steering wheels back in the day, I'm I'm turning, I'm all that. So when I got in the car, like I rode my mom's car around the block one day. And I was like, okay, I'm cool. I, I felt the brake, how hard to push it. Mm-hmm. I knew not to just slam on it, get it rocking, you know, all that. So like I knew that in the 80s, 90s, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Now with YouTube and these kids, they got to have all that. They got to, I mean. That's crazy. You can go to, uh, when I'm about to make a steak and I want to, you know, try something different, I'll YouTube how to cook a steak. And mm-hmm. I'll find somebody that's marinating with something different and I'll just cook it that way. You know, like anything you want is, is out there. But to think, <laughs> the confidence of watching a YouTube video and be like, cool, I'm about to go get in this whip. At eight. That is what's blowing my mind. At eight. I got a nine and an eight-year-old. I'd be damned. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I'd be damned. What was you doing at eight years old? I was the kid that was like wanting to do that, and I would get all the way to the point of starting the car and then get scared. Hell no. Like, I wasn't even mentally I'll take the keys. I'll run to the car. I'll get in the car. And it's like, do I want to start it? <laughs> and I might start it or whatever, but then it's like, Start it, turn off. You know what I'm saying? Like, real, <laughs> real quick. Real quick, just to say I did it, you know, but I could never. I, my mom is still, like, single parent, you know, having to do it by herself. She did her best to instill, like, fear in me to the sense of, like, I might not be able to physically hurt you no more, but I could take away the things you love. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Man, at eight years <laughs> old, that was, that was probably the furthest thing from my mind, driving a car. Oh yeah, doing anything, just doing anything that related. Going in my mom's purse to get her keys, yeah. or it's like even now as an adult, if my mom or my wife tells me get their purse, I feel weird because I bring it to them. yeah, go get yeah. this out of my purse. Like, like just get it. I'm like nope, no. That's that. <laughs> that is something my mom instructed in me as a kid. You don't go in other people's shit, right? So for an eight year old to just to have the willpower, the brain power, and just the balls <laughs> to right. do that and to follow through with it and do it the right way. I don't know to, to be mad at him or just be like applaud him like, yeah. man, See, you, I, you really did that. I wonder, was he on like, you know what I'm saying, like main car <laughs> heels or was he on like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> was he in the neighborhood, McDonald's coming out the neighborhood. Gotta be in the neighborhood. Man. Had to but be. still, he still had to be on a busy road because McDonald's ain't gonna be by just by themselves. This they're is gonna true. be by something. Jiffy, they, gonna Walmart. Be, <laughs> it's gonna be, gonna be by, by a high traffic area. That's crazy. Man. Little homie goes to Whack Arnold's, <laughs> drives to the drive-through, and they, the um, employees thought they were getting pranked. So they look in and like see little dude and little sis in there, and they track down the parents. I guess the parents had to send the grandparents to go get them because they ain't had no car. <laughs> right. So little dude drove like two miles to McDonald's. Man, two I wanted to be at his own cash, and he was really on some boss. Like, let's go, <laughs> let's go get some McDonald's. I got it. It's right, on, it's on me today <laughs> with mom's debit card. <laughs> wow, I, you gotta love it, man. That's, Kids, man, that's on. That's that's why, I like, I really try to like just keep it a hundred with my kids. Mm. I'm to the point like where it's they nine and eight. Like, I don't care if you know Santa is real no more now. Like, now I'm preparing you to know when pedophile Pete is yeah. offering you six bags of Starburst to come to his whip, you don't bite on that. You right. know, like, that's my focus now. Is get, so it's like, I got to keep it 100 with you and be mm-hmm. like, look, everybody that smile at you ain't ain't here to protect you or ain't right. here to help you. How does your wife handle that situation? Is she, she a good cop, bad cop situation? I, I think she wishes I wouldn't like dig into it like I do sometimes. Like sometimes I just you know I'll just keep it real with them. Like you know they'll try to you know hurt you. They'll try to you know touch you the wrong way. Like I'm I want them to know not to be scared, but just to know like look, it's real out here. Real in the field. It's real out here. You think that comes from your mom being a nurse? Yeah, and yeah, I do. That that upbringing of um. I don't know, like helping people, mm-hmm. but seeing how people deal with, you know, their own issues. Like my mom was a home care nurse for the majority of my childhood. So my summers wasn't, 
in daycare, it was, you know, she would leave me at home or let me come with her. Depending on how old I was, I'd be with her all day going to these patients' houses, mm-hmm. watching her change wounds and somebody just had surgery, somebody just lost their leg, somebody, you know, whatever. Somebody then got assaulted and, yeah. and messed up. So, like, seeing all that as a kid, it just made me, like, more so. My mom never dug into it that deep as I dig into it with mine. But I always wondered. And and rather wondering, I, I, I wanted to come for me when my kids are dealing with something like that. You know, if something, God forbid, was to happen, you want that confidence and be like, she know, you know, she knows some things to do. She knows right. how to. How to how to how to react to something versus just balling up and crying because I got daughters I don't got little boys right. I can you know chest pump and get them you know get them together I got right. girls that really are gonna be you know dudes prey on girls yes we we do it on all levels I mean it ain't just like a bad thing it can be you know, I see a bad chick I want to holler at her yeah the dude's supposed to do that you know so all that man I'm trying to just keep it. Keep, Keep it, it real because it's real out here, man. Keep it's- it real as possible. I think that has to do with me too because, uh, like I said a thousand times, man, my mom was a registered nurse in East Cleveland when I was growing up. That's like the hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? My brother being six years older than me, my mom didn't have time to sugarcoat anything for me as a kid. She kept things as real as she could for my age. But, you know, having an older brother – she ain't got time to explain things twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm getting I'm getting the same conversation as a 16-year-old and I'm, you know what I'm saying, 10 years old. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning about sex, safe sex, your little dick will fall off. Like in those words, there's no your little Peter <laughs> right. fall off, your dick will fall off. Yeah. Keep messing with these girls. Knowing about, you know what I'm saying, especially in the uh, 80s and early 90s with how crack came into you know what i'm saying yeah. the inner cities or whatever like you if you know somebody that's smoking that stupid shit you stay away from them. this that and the third you know having a mother that's was dealing with that type of stuff on a daily basis at her job and then having to come home and into a neighborhood where it's slowly but surely you know what I'm saying people in the neighborhood are on this shit too yeah. so now you got two boys one much older one younger he's out and about Doing what a teenager does, right. I'm young. It just you just want to observe it. Yeah, just, I'm just taking it all in, wanting to play. I remember picking up a crack pipe before. You know what I'm saying? And my right. brother seeing me do it and darting across the street, almost getting hit by a car and knocking that shit out of my hand. Like nigga, don't ever touch that shit. I was like, what is it? He's like, you don't need to know. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I picked up some glass and Jermaine knocked it out of my hands. And, and she broke down, started crying, and gave him a hug. Like, yo, that's what you supposed to do. Not yeah. keep this, keep him away from that shit. Exactly. Like, and she broke that shit down. She's yep. like, yo, drugs had, kill you. This had, is this will end you. With Dayton being in the news, you know, not because of our I don't think it's all of our residents, but I think it's a seventy five seventy connection. It's a lot of things that happen. Yeah. But Dayton is number one right now. Woo. In the country for that, for that H, yeah. So, I mean, I was watching the news when my kids came in. They're talking about Springfield had 19 overdoses in the last 24 hours. Jesus, because of a bad batch of fentanyl. 19 in 24 hours. I mean, that's like being. And my first thought is like the the paramedics. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was a medic in school before I you know a medic in the army medic in school. Roll with a lot of these towns and did my clinicals and stuff. I know what I know what it's like to to be there ten hours with them, and literally go from the bullshit call where somebody's going to skip the line in the ER to a fire to an assault to a rape. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like bouncing all yeah, over. They the place. really going from life changing event to life changing event, and they got to do it all over again. And it ain't no like, give me a minute, let me time out, meet the subway real quick. Like, nah, the cats was working out. Fire comes, so now they done. They done working out. They tired already from working out. Mm-hmm. They gotta fight this fire. On the way back to the firehouse to put on their you know regular uniform, they still had on gym clothes underneath their fire shit. Get a call, Wright State, some some rape or some shit. You know, mm-hmm. so we at, we at Wright State dealing with that. Take her to the hospital. Still ain't been back to the firehouse yet. They still from sweaty from the gym and sweaty from the fire and all that. On the way back to the firehouse, get called out again. So it's like just don't stop. So, like, to see that side of it, it's like, when you think about the drug things that's happening in the city right now, man, it's like, somebody got to get a hold on this. But my whole thing with it, how is it like, y'all know we number one for this shit. Mm-hmm. Why? We're, we're the law, man. Like, I mean, 
y'all gotta dig down more than what y'all digging down, and people ain't gonna like it. You know, that's probably gonna feel like harassing some citizens or whatever. But they'll let you ride that way too long, and then it's it's a problem right now. Right? It's, it's a one hundred percent a problem, bad. man. My OG, he's from Dayton. Uh, he lives in Atlanta now, man. I saw him post something on Facebook, and uh, you know, he. It's like, man, it breaks my heart to see my hometown be number one for something like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I hit OG up. I was like, man, it, it's crazy. He's like, but you know what the craziest part is? It's like, it's it's not just there. It's it's the whole interstate of 75. Mm -hmm. It's like, you look at 75, you take 75 from Miami through to all of Florida <laughs> yeah. to Atlanta, Georgia. Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan, all that shit to the other country, dog. It's like it's it's a straight shot. Yeah. And and if you don't think somebody is just in a in a Jeep wagon making drop offs Man. up and down at 75 every, day. every fucking day. Every hour. <laughs> and he's like, you know that uh that 70, 75 exchange. It's like it's one of them in every city in the world, man. Right. But it pains him to know that, damn, we're number one. Right. And shit, you know what? Uh, Cleveland ain't that far behind, and that's my hometown. <laughs> right. So, you know what I'm saying? My hometown and the town that I rep is fucked man, by this shit, bro. It's really a problem, too. Like, it's really a lot of people coming to Dayton for it because mm -hmm. they know Dayton got it. Yeah. Because they know it's brought into Dayton. And like you said, with all the... And a lot of things, I mean, let's just keep it 100. You know, east side of Dayton, predominantly white people. Mm -hmm. West side of Dayton, predominantly black people. You can go to either side and get it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be from a certain hood or feel uncomfortable going to the other side to get it. You know, you yeah. can go to your people. Yeah. You can go to their and stores. And I mean, you know, it made big news in the area when uh, the pilot from Centerville yeah. OD and, uh, you know, I heard people at the station talking to ourselves. People talking like, "Oh my God, I just, just couldn't believe this happened here," and and that pains me and angers me so much when I hear people say stuff like that because, you know, growing up I was always taught and I saw for a fact that anything can happen to anybody anywhere. You give somebody the opportunity to make the wrong decision and they do, no matter where they're from, how they're raised, what background they come from—black, white, blue, purple. You you use that shit, you gonna get hooked, bro. Yeah. And especially, you know what I'm saying, they got studies to show that people that have an addictive personality, mm -hmm. they're more likely to get hooked on alcohol or drugs and things like that. You know, so when people just think like, oh, man, that's a poor person's situation, let that show you, man. That ain't, it ain't just poor people, man. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an everybody problem. It's not just a poor people problem. It's not a homeless person problem. It's an everybody problem. That dude was a pilot, had two kids. His is that that wife. It was a second wife, but that wife had two kids, so they had a merged family mm -hmm. of like four teenagers, or you know, around about that age. And they find their parents gone. Imagine that shit. Horrible. You Dealing you walk with that. into the crib. Has your period coming? Has yeah. your, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever. You yeah. Know, like, you come to the crib sheesh. after. Oh man. Come in the house with your brother or sister talking about some bullshit that happened at schoolhouse. Yeah, Johnny was talking mad shit, man. I was gonna fuck him up. Next time you talk shit, open the door, you see the motherfuckers with a needle in their arm. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And it's happening so much around. My, my wife worked at the homeless shelter. You know, that's what she did before we had a baby. And um, she was seeing it so much with, you know, people was coming there to sell drugs, mm. like be homeless, but then got something got what you need you know and to sell them in the bathrooms and cats is using knowing the front desk got narcan yeah knowing these cats you know what i'm Can saying bring like, you right back yeah and i was reading stuff and people was taking three and four you know doses of that shit to come back and it's like at that point see half of me man it doesn't affect me in my, in my immediate family so i have that side to be like fuck them you know, <laughs> get them out of here you know but then you think about like these people got really just got a problem mm -hmm. and just need somebody to care for real you know because half the people feel like they by themselves they ain't got nothing they ain't got nobody they don't nobody fuck with them you know all that so it's like that's why my personality of hey i'll speak to anybody you know i'll mm -hmm. chop up with anybody you never know i see it all the time when i speak to people at the va man like these vets 
angry at the world and have been through who knows what in their lives and like that small conversation to the car or helping them in their wheelchair get somewhere like you could tell how much it means that somebody, whole day yeah. for them is going to be cool yeah. because of that one moment so that's the shit i like to do anyway yeah so. man i know a uh, dude od and shit we was talking about mcdonald's uh mcdonald's bathroom on james h mcgee mm-hmm. happened in trotwood too <laughs> My wife was at that McDonald's as it was happening. She had to. Shit. She went there because one of the kids had to use the bathroom. So she went in there to run to the bathroom. As she's walking in, everybody's saying, you can't go in the bathroom because the person in there with the police, they didn't OD. So she, like, had to leave and go to Burger King, you know, go wherever to find a bathroom. It's like, it's a problem when it's hitting your city like that. Yeah, that's that's a major terrible. problem. I mean, I don't even know what you can, can do. You know, at the station, we run PSAs. About if you really want to get help, uh, call this number or go to this place and everything like that. But we was having a meeting about it, and it was like just a brainstorming session. Like, what can we do? It was like, man, I don't, I don't know. Like, right. you can only help people that want to be helped, and a lot of these people don't want to get help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, like motherfuckers lo- like to get fucked up. Right. I don't even call that getting out. I call that yeah. getting fucked. It's, up. it's to a point like. That's what I talk about sometimes, you know, it's like, how do you get to that point where it's like, yeah, I want to try this high because these, these highs ain't work. The options that's out here ain't working. It's like, good no, man, that's the problem right you there. You ain't <laughs> never seen a wire? Man. Go watch the wire and go look at my nigga Bubs, nigga. <laughs> he had a happy ending. But he had a rough ass uh, yeah. four seasons <laughs> right. from season five, I tell you that. <laughs> Man, let's transition. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that that was, shit get depressing. Man, that's tough. Man, so let's talk about some money real quick. Everybody love money, man. Mo Harkless. Yeah. You know, I remember him. He used to play at St. John's. He was a pretty good college player. Didn't really think he would uh, make it in the NBA, but he yeah. has. So this brother has cashed out because, you know, uh, a player like him, we don't know like if he's gonna be in the NBA long term. He's a role player, you know what I'm saying? Play some good defense, run the floor, finish on the fast break. You know he played for the Blazers, so you know Dame Dillard and uh, uh, CJ McCullen is shooting the ball. Your yeah. job's not to shoot, but so throughout the regular season, you know what I'm saying? When he gets his opportunities, putting he blazing it up. It's the new NBA. It's yeah, a lot of three pointers. Hey, we out here. We getting it. Fast break don't mean fast break no more. Yeah, we run into that three point line. Twenty seven and just pull up. <laughs> so he got a five hundred thousand dollar bonus because he kept his three point shooting percentage above a certain number. Thirty five percent. Thirty five percent. He had to be above thirty five percent, and he was at thirty five point one with three games left. I ain't shooting no more of them shits. I'm just here. I'm just here for the check. <laughs> I'm I'm taking a step inside the line. Ref, my foot was on the line, right? right. Check that. Check that. Could and you imagine <laughs> the pump fake this man was doing the last three games just to get that step in? <laughs> but here's the crazy part, man. He's a starter on an NBA team, and they're fighting for their playoff lives. He ain't shooting it and up. And he's not shooting the open check. shot to get this check. 500000 though. 500000 This ain't no uh, two-week check that we get. <laughs> so this is... this is Now, you got to think about this, too, because people always do this, and I try to bring them back. These people came from the same places we came from. Facts. They just got that door opened. Facts. So 500000 to him is not 500000 to Trump's son. No. So he, like... 500 I need all of that I need that and I'm gonna have that cause I ain't putting up nothing until yeah he don't have no LeBron contract he ain't yeah. got no max deal like Melo and all these other dudes man he, he's he got a good NBA contract yeah. you know what I'm saying but hey 500,000 more it's actually smart to do that you know I wondered well this talked about during the last three or did he wait till it's all finished up to I say think, something I think it was all finished up so yeah so he was out there setting picks being active <laughs> Still, still starting. Yeah, you know? I'm, a, I'm a roll to the rim instead of popping off. Nobody's three noticing ball. that he ain't putting it up because Portland still got shooters. Yeah, and Lillard is still gonna put that thing up. Yeah, so. and they <laughs> made it to the playoffs on all well that ends well, yeah. right? Hey, smart man. I done did the same shit. Smart man, five hundred thousand. <laughs> That's a lot of bread, man. That's nice. Okay, so United, United Air. People not familiar with the story, man. Basically. I didn't know dude was 60, 69 years old. No, I didn't know his age either. Yeah, he was, he's a, he looks a lot older. I mean, looks a lot younger than he, yeah. than he is. But uh, anyway, you know, 
we've all taken a flight. We've all been at the airport where they're calling a person's name and then they start the old, hey, uh, this flight is overbooked. Uh, we'll give you blah, 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 frequent flyer miles. We'll put you up in a hotel overnight, pay you. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody budges until it really they gets up there. They never offer that when I'm leisurely coming back home. Exactly. I got a story <laughs> about that, actually. So he got dragged off the flight because I guess his number got called. Like, look, man, the flight is overbooked. Randomly pick somebody. Boom. So they drug man off the airplane, man. I'm going to attack it from this angle. We all know the shit was fucked up. Yeah. But I am angered. And I am praying to the man upstairs that when I take this vacation to Vegas in August with the wifey, that my number gets called. You flying United? No, I think I'm flying uh, American. Oh, okay. But I pray to God <laughs> that they come on there and beat my black ass. <laughs> right. Because this nigga's about to get so paid. And so many flights. <laughs> He about to be flying for whatever, however. He about to get a private jet, bro. And they came on there. Like, that's my thing, too. Half, half of me is, is on that. The other half, though, is like people really be taking the law in their own hands sometimes. Like, yeah. people feel like, ain't talking to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's exactly how it had to be. Like, make me move. You know, like, so when you when you going to have that, that mentality... And someone's job is to come remove you off this plane so it can fly. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about no, no, you know, building that you need to get out of. We're talking about a plane that's waiting. You holding up hundreds of people to yeah. who knows what funerals, graduations, you name and it. And that's the thing about it, man. That, which I was explained to me before about why um, airplane companies overbook because they know that people ain't gonna make it. So, yeah. so the thing is, when you when you're on a flight. 99.9% of the people on the flight got somewhere to be. Like, right. I have to be there. If if it's for business, if it's for pleasure, you know what I'm saying? Most of the time, people have to be somewhere. So when people ain't budging, like, man, no, nah, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to L.A., man. I got a right. big uh, movie audition. Or, I, shoot, man, I ain't been home to see my mom in three months, man. Right. I got to go see my mom, Deuce, man. No, nah, I got to be there. Oh, man, I got to go to blah, blah, blah for a so-and-so funeral. Like, exactly. I have to be there. So I understand why dude wasn't budging, but when them U.S. Marshals come on that bird, man, it's got to be something going through your head like, damn, do I get up? Do I stay? Shit, wifey right here. Like, I can't leave my wife right here. Right. Like, he's in a pickle. Yeah. So he, so he stood his ground, got his ass beat, <laughs> right. drug off the plane, somehow gets back on the plane, starts talking all types of just kill me mumbo jumbo. And the idiot CEO of United is sending out all these statements like, hey, man, we told him to get the fuck off the plane. You ain't get off the plane. You're going to learn today. Right. Exactly. <laughs> then try to come back with the, it was wrong. Yeah. Like, people, he he about to be good. Oh, man, he's about to be so good. I need to fly. I, I need, need to, to book be some him. Flights. Like, I'm, I'm dead ass serious. I hope that shit happens to me. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking bullshitting. Yeah. He's going to be getting so much bread. So many commas. Like, you already know, like, this is a lawyer's dream. Like, right. you know, he's going to, a lawyer going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this pro bono. This is a, <laughs> e, this is a fucking this layup. <laughs> this is a fucking fast break LeBron James yeah. dunk, dog. How it, many can we get him for? Like, just to get my name out there, I'll do this case for you. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so easy. And the simple fact that, you know, we can't, as citizens, sometimes... Stand up to authority. Whenever authority figure comes, we're supposed to cower and say, okay, yes. Right. No, I have rights also. Exactly. Explain to me why I got picked to get off the fucking flight. Exactly. Let me know. Exactly. I need to know. <laughs> right. Because it ain't going to be a good one. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just because? Company well, because policy. Why? Yeah. How come, nigga? <laughs> right. Like, I got to know. Because for me, I don't understand how... I mean, I understand because after the fact it was explained because they lose money if they don't overbook because, say, the person don't show. It's a empty fucking chair that we could have made money on. Yeah. So I, I get that as a company, but I just don't get getting physical with people like that, man. See, like, I don't I don't get the how you don't take care of your staff first. Yeah. Like they need these seats for a flight crew to go fly a plane somewhere. Mm-hmm. So why... Knowing that this crew was coming in today and needed to be there, 
that, you know, why isn't there five seats on deck? And especially on big flights, because you always going to have some standby that's wanting to yeah. fly. It's like... Yeah, the, this ain't no buddy pass yeah, situation. Ain't, <laughs> you ain't flying from Dayton to Indianapolis. You yeah. Know, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> this is a flight where people was, you know, I, I've flown standby before. Thank, uh-huh. thank God the... Smoke's mom works for the airline and been there a minute, so her seniority so high it was never you know an issue. But I seen the the mom with the baby asking me because she had my seat. I'm like, nah, I'm not just gonna be stuck in, in Charlotte. <laughs> like, I got somewhere to be. <laughs> everybody also. got somewhere to be. Everybody, everybody trying got to waste no money, be, man. That is that is a fact, man. Yeah. I just wonder like how that shit gonna go with the CEO. Who who's gonna be responsible for cutting this man this big ass check? Because they already lost over a billion dollars in stocks. B, not m, b, b, motherfucker, so, yeah, b. So you gut punch them like that. They liable to hire this man as the the, the, the United Physician of the Year. He about to be what are you right. a doctor or something? Yeah, man, and it's funny how they was you, digging in his they, past. You know that. You know that's how that go, <laughs> man. It makes me think about that type of stuff all the time, man. When, like when I be on Facebook or the gram. I think about like, man, if something ever happened, if I was ever to do something real fucking stupid and got myself into real trouble and it's a discrepancy with me and a police officer and I'm like, oh, radio station personality, uh, and they log onto my Facebook page and see me at black tie, bottle, <laughs> double bottle of it, known, known in the community as a... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it makes me want to go back on my gram and Facebook and just start deleting shit. Just have just pictures of me and the wife, like yeah. real cheesy, <laughs> like like shit. That, I don't want these motherfuckers out here destroying my character. <laughs> right. That imagine being a killer kid. You know, <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta really yeah. You gotta put up more pictures of your military days. I do. I do. I gotta put up a couple just so they know that in the family pics. That's all, man. <laughs> right. Keep so us on the safe yeah, side. So they know I'm, I was one of them. <laughs> you join the military, you get a free pass. You can come on in the bunker. We'll, we'll save you too. Oh my goodness, <laughs> man. Oh man, I jumped around a little bit. I did want to ask you, as a kid, what was the worst thing you ever did? The worst thing. They ain't talking like, you know, we talked about the whole starting the car, yeah. not really taking it. I don't think I ever did anything horrible. Like that would have like, cause I got homeboys that did shit that they moms kicked them out the house. Like, and they ain't live. They cool their moms now, yeah. but they ain't lived at the house since they was fifteen. Like at fifteen, they got the boot, nigga. Yeah. And they niggas was house hopping since they was fifteen years old. <laughs> like for real. Right. Like and I was, I was never a kid that was bold enough to do any of those things. I just wondered, like, man. Kill a kid wild like that? Like did he did he push the limit? Did he did he go out there and just ain't get caught? Out yes. <laughs> I was the kid that was exactly like that, except I would always let peer pressure win. Mm. If I had a boy that was down to do it or wanting me to do it, like I wouldn't bitch up, quote unquote. You know, so I had to do it. Probably the <laughs> the worst thing that we we did. <laughs> well, there's there's. How how old is a kid? Because I did something at like 17, 18. Yeah, I, was I, I would say, see, I would say about 16 to 18. Okay. Like, that's okay. like the range where yeah. like that's you perfect. can that's do these... something that your parents can really be like, hey, hey little nigga, let's box. Like, yeah. I really don't <laughs> like you right now. Let's square up. Or I, like, get the fuck out of my house. I'll give you two. The first one is really, really, really bad. <laughs> I worked at a play. I'm not going to use, only other name I'm going to use is Shy Smoke. Oh, that That's guy. the only other name I'm going to use. <laughs> so I worked at a place uh, for like two years in high school. And then um, they started shortchanging my hour. They were just like forcing me out basically. So I was, lost my little summer gig. I was upset. So they never took my key. And we had just, my mom had just got the scanners. The scanners had just got hot and we had just... Spent like two nights making fake IDs until we got it right. So we had our fake ID out. He was like 19, I think at the time, 18, 19. I was 16, 17. Man, so we decide. I knew this place, it was a sporting place. Okay, mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a 
register, but money was exchanged. Okay. And I knew the safe and all that stuff. <laughs> I knew the cameras was fake. I knew they wasn't recording nothing. I knew all they had was an alarm. I knew the code. We trying to go through this uh, Butt Naked Tuesdays at Tiffany. Ooh. <laughs> so we decide to go in there, turn the alarm off. Get some strange. Get some, get some change. So I could do so, something strange. So what's funny, though, is normally there was probably like two or three hundred in there. It was like thirty dollars. Uh, so I didn't even take it. Go out. I come back to the car. He like, how much we got? I'm like, I ain't no one nothing in there. You're like. What you mean? Why nothing? I'm like, it was like thirty dollars. You didn't grab the thirty. I'm like, nah, man. If I, for what? Like, what's thirty dollars gonna do? So we go back, <laughs> get the thirty, and so yeah. So I was running wild like that for a second. Oh man. The second thing was my senior year. We skipped school, and all day we was just running. We went to every elementary school and like ran through their halls, like just being bad seniors, right? So that evening we decide we're going to prank the city. We trying to figure out how we can prank, how we can just put Trotwood, like try to get us on the news. We want to do something big. <laughs> so we done got to my boy's dad's tools. This is like four, three or four in the morning. When on Salem and Trotwood where like Value City was and Burlington is mm-hmm. now, there was a Wendy's at yeah. one time right there. And then there was a Taco Bell up the road. We switched the signs. We, we, we opened up the sign, took like the actual signage out of Wendy's, <laughs> right the Taco Bell, put it in Taco Bell's thing, and took Taco Bell's back to Wendy's. We made the news, but they didn't know who did it. And it was like shortly, you know what I'm saying? They fixed it in the morning type <laughs> shit. But, but we got them. We, yeah, that, so that would have been great. Yeah, that, that was pretty. Like, if you get caught doing something that dumb, it's like, what are you doing, you know? I would say I probably the worst thing trouble. I did, the worst thing I did, that's probably about, eh, probably about 16, 17. I know I was definitely 17. I was 17, 18. And uh, my cousin, I'll leave his name out. <laughs> uh, you know, as any high school kid, you want to be fresh. And fresh is a way of life, man. Especially yeah. at the high school I went to, Cleveland Heights. You know, at that time, it was Tommy Hilfiger, mm-hmm. Polo, Nautica. It, you had to have it. I got to have it. I got, I'll do anything to get it. And what we did was we were at Dillard's at uh, Beachwood Mall. So, you know what I'm saying? We doing window shopping. Like, I had a little bit of money on me. I was going to buy some shit. So... I was like, ah, I get this shirt. I'm saying it's on a sale rack. And and the guy said, like, this all you want? I was like, yeah, yeah. I said, eh. He rang me up. Shirt was on sale already. So it was only like 20 bucks. Came up to 10 bucks. I was like, oh, man, thanks. I appreciate it. He said, hey, man, anything you need else, man, just let me know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I tell my cousin, like, yo, he just gave me 50% off on that on this shirt. It's like, for real? <laughs> like, well, what else you get? I was like, this is it. Like, nigga, he giving you the green light. So I'm so naive to a point <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. So I walk back up. I was like, so I can like get some other stuff. He's like, whatever you need, man, it's all good. I was like, for real? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is too good to be like, true. You keep asking questions. <laughs> so my cousin, this motherfucker just like, he's putting up, he like five pairs of jeans. <laughs> The, the jackets, the polo shirts, everything. Like, he's got a ton of shit. And he's like, dude just nodding his head. So he, and every time he would take it down 50%. So, you know what I'm saying? We had probably, I don't know, like $1,000 worth of shit. <laughs> Motherfucker charges 200 bucks. Put it on my credit card. He's like, he's like you just sign me 50 bucks. I gave him 50 bucks. Every week, Everybody every happy. fucking week, like every payday I got paid at my job, I went up there and got in. I mean, you got to think, man, I'm getting a thousand dollars worth of shit for two hundred dollars. Yeah. I did that shit for like a month. So the like we up there, like my wardrobe exploded. I'm at school stunting. Like, damn, kid, where you get that fit from? That wasn't on the sale rack. That shit look new new. Hell yeah, it's new new. Nigga, I'm out here. So I go up there without my cousin one time, and I'm 
bring up my normal amount of shit. Like, oh shit, I need some more jeans. <laughs> I need this. I need that. Beep, 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 beep. $575. I was like, huh? <laughs> like $570. He said with straight ass face. I was like, oh. And my dumb ass, like, <laughs> I fucking put it on my credit card. Because I didn't know what to do. I'm like, all right, like, is this like a new, like, and that shit went on my motherfucking credit card, nigga. And then the next time I saw it, I was like, yeah, man, the, uh, I had to had to charge you regular price that time just because uh, the eyes were on me or whatever. But I got you. <laughs> we good now. I was like, no, we're not good. <laughs> right. We're not fucking good. I just fucking sent five hundred dollars on clothes. <laughs> right. My mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank God she never found out. Ooh. And every time I would wear some of that new shit, guess who's I said it was. I said it was my brother. Yep. Like, no, nah, this you ain't mine. That, you had that. I had up. that out. You I had, had that out every time. <laughs> Man. And he was going away to Central State, so it was like, oh yeah, he left this here for me. He bought this for me. Da, da, da. I think she knew I was doing something. Right. Cause there ain't no fucking way I was coming in there every week See, with some new shit. That's man. why I asked you how old the kid was. Cause I did something like nineteen twenty. That was I had I had a job at a jewelry store in the Salem Mall. Oh yeah, I think yeah, with yeah. the, the ad you told me that off. <laughs> hundreds of dollars a day. I was balling. Man. I can remember the one time I sat at Best Buy parking lot and counted like a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars on me at like that age, and it was like, "What you want to do today?" <laughs> it's lit. That's Man. all it is. See, that's it's... what I think. Social media saved my life for not existing when I was a kid because I, I wouldn't be back a hundred percent. I know. <laughs> I would have got caught doing something somewhere with somebody. Even like the, I got caught by the police with my high school girlfriend in a, in a golf cor- golf course parking lot. In the snow, like what dumb teenager drives into a parking lot of a golf course? Number one, it's <laughs> wintertime, so it's snowing. Uh-huh. They can just follow your fucking tracks to where you are. Like, yeah, pretty dumb, right? But kids, man, yeah, kids. trying to get that, trying to get that one thing off. <laughs> Think about that, man. Like, you have daughters, man. That's, what, that's why I have daughters. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that one thing off. <laughs> exactly, man. Like that's why, like a fear of mine, man. Like I yeah. said, man, having a kid and knowing that he's gonna do stupid shit, and I think I would kill him. Yeah, and, I I, think and I that's would. why I, I keep it real with them because it's like if I kept it real with you and told you, you know, this could happen if you do this, right? And you decided to go down that road, it wasn't no, I didn't know. It I didn't know. Yeah, you can't use that with me. Because I hate that one, kid. Huh? I didn't know you. you oh, no, man. No, you're going to know. Going to learn today. Yeah, you're going to learn today. All right, man. NBA playoffs tip off today. We're taping this on a Saturday. We normally yeah. tape on Sundays. But, you know, it's Easter Sunday, so we taping early. Uh, NBA playoffs about to tip off any minute now. It's like about 1.30 on a good Saturday, man. So we're going to throw through these playoff matchups, and we're going to give you our little prediction of what's going to happen in these here NBA playoffs. Yeah. All right, Killer. So in the first game in the West Coast Conference, we got Golden State, Portland, the 1-8 mm. matchup. What you got? I give, All my gamblers out there. Yeah. <laughs> I give Portland a game, um, maybe two. I think Golden State going to come in a little, little cocky, you know, but obviously they got a reason to be absolutely Durant back. He been he played some healthy minutes the last couple of games of the season. So I say I say Golden State. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and say in five. I agree, Golden State in five. Uh, you know Lillard and uh McCullum they good to go berserk for at least one game to yeah. get Portland one game. But I gotta go with Golden State in five. The four or five matchup in the West Side: the Clippers and the Jazz. I think this is the one. Yeah. This is going to be the one be, yeah. that you're going to be drinking coffee the day after because you just stayed up to like 1 o'clock in the morning watching this game. <laughs> right. I'm I'm excited for this one because uh, DeAndre Jordan and Mr. Gobey going to be going at it for, for a good six of them. Yeah, six. Yeah. I'm I'm going to say... Huh? Huh? I, Are you going to do I'm gonna it? I'm going to say Utah 6. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to say Utah 6. I'm rolling with Utah too. Yeah. Gordon Hayward and... Uh, Rodney Hood, I yeah. think they can get it done, man. Uh, I, I'm a big Chris Paul fan, but I just think that 
you know, the Clips, man, they just they just done yeah. as a team. Like mentally, they know that they can't win it all. Right. So they're just ready to get this shit See, over with. They dominate you inside or they struggle. Yeah. That's how I look at the Clips. So with Gobey in there, I mean, he's he should be a candidate. He should be on somebody's all something team. Absolutely. If he's not, it's a damn shame. He's, Absolutely. He's had a great year down there. So I think that that's just going to, you know, he can't do it by himself, of course, but that's going to be a, uh, you know, a push. You know, it's going to be a nil. And it's going to come down to that guard playing them small forwards. And I think, I think even Chris Paul, I mean, he, you know, he's one of them guys. He's up there, but. You can't, you can't rely on JJ. I'm roll, and, yeah, I'm rolling. <laughs> I'm rolling with Utah on yeah. that one. And the matchup everybody want to see, man. Rockets, Thunder. I'm so mad. This is first round. First round, off the rip. The two leading MVP candidates, Russ, Harden. Yeah. What you got? What you got? I got this one going seven. I like. I would love to see this go seven. But I know. Well. At some point, Russ ain't going to be able to get the job done. That's a fact. And I think Houston with Ariza, with Beverly, they got enough people to pull that pull that out. So I'm going to say Houston in seven. I got But I'm going to say seven triple-doubles. <laughs> for both. Each of them triple-double each game. I see it the same way, but I see the Rockets in five. Because, mm. you know, Beverly is like kryptonite to – to Russ, he Russ still gonna get his, but Beverly like harasses him and intentionally fouls his shit out of yeah, him all the just time. Gets on his nerves. Just nags his shit out of him. See, I can see them being up, you know, three one, but I can see Russ not letting out. We, we gotta get it. We gotta get that seven. So I can see Russ just doing doing that 50, 15, 10 thing he does. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So we we still on the same page here. All right, the two seven matchup, Grizzlies. And the Spurs go, Spurs go. Unfortunately, the the thirty five plus YMCA team <laughs> still knows how to play ball. I don't think Memphis. I don't. Conley's had a good year. Gasol, you know. And I'm those. a huge Mike Conley fan. I like Randolph. Huge Mike Conley fan. I just don't. They ain't got enough. Nah, they ain't got enough. Not not for Pop. Nah, Pop ain't, ain't going enough, out first man. round to nobody. Exactly, man. I'm going to say that in – that might be a sweep. Really? I'm going to give him a sweep on that. I was going to say Spurs in five. I'm going to give him four. <laughs> Break out <laughs> the brooms. All right, so that we, – we agree totally. So that gives us Golden State Utah. and Utah in the second round. See, this one – I just don't want to see Golden State in my in, – in Cleveland, I mean, I don't – I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening this year. I think some, they both gonna lose this year. I think, but I don't know if it's gonna be to Utah. <laughs> I say Golden State wins that one. Yeah. Sweep. I think they can sweep. Them. Nah, Golden yeah. Golden State in in five. <laughs> <laughs> you said nah. It's gonna go. Say, I'm gonna say six. <laughs> strong six. But then I start thinking like Clay, Steph, Draymond, KD. and KD. You have to stop one, but you can't stop all four. So that that that's yeah. called a sweep. That's the broom. I'm saying sweep. But they always have an off night. Yeah, for sure. At some point in the series, so I'm gonna give them five. All right, but we still on the same page of a winner. True. So Rockets, Spurs. Oh boy, if we get that, I got popping six. Really? Yep. Rockets. Rockets and six. I as much as I respect the Spurs, love Kawhi Leonard, obviously respect Pop. I think that the system that the Rockets run with that uh D'Antonio uh running basically James Harden is the new Steve Nash out there. I mean, I think that the Rockets can get it done by outscoring them. It's not too many times you can outscore a team. Yeah. In the NBA, normally defense wins, but I think they can outscore them just because, man, like as good as they are, Ginobili looking old. That's it though. Tony P looking old. Well, like he's a point guard. He don't got. They do got nothing. my boy Patty Mills out here getting more burned. Yeah. They got Aldridge. They got Gasol. They got. Uh, 
right, that's our first disagreement. Yeah, and I and the reason why I really think San Antonio wins that is because I think by round two, Harden's wrist problems come back. Mm. He, he had a little wrist issue headed towards the end of the year. You can year. tell he's a gambler, folks. Yeah, I was drafting <laughs> heavy this year. I follow I followed my stats heavy this year with NBA. This is the first time in about five years I follow NBA heavy. Like I think his wrist problems come back round two. Okay, okay. So in the Western Conference Finals, I have Golden State versus the Rockets. You have Golden State, Golden State Spurs. Yes. So what's your what's your prediction? This is where the YFTA team runs into a problem <laughs> because about four problems. This is exactly what you said <laughs> when Parker, Ginobili. Mm-hmm. Even like uh, hell, even Aldridge, yeah, and and Gasol having to run around like they run around, and KD ain't gonna be in the paint with you. Mm-mm. KD is is out there with them shooters, bye so, bye. So, so that pulls one of them out all game. So that's facts. That's Golden State in five. Ooh, they get a rest before the final. I'm gonna say in my matchup, Golden State versus the Rockets. Golden State in six. I don't think you anybody can out Golden State. Golden State. Exactly. Because now they have Kevin Durant instead of Harrison Barnes. Could you imagine having a coach that all he did in the league was put up threes? So he cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Let him fly, boys. <laughs> that was his Let job in the NBA. So if he got some shooters that he know can shoot the rock, when they, that's what kills me, man. When Steph get that steal and coming up the court and there's three defenders back and he just pulls up and it's no problem whether he makes it or misses it. It's like, in my day of basketball, that was straight to the bench. Like, bro, what is you doing? <laughs> what is you so doing? That's just the difference in the game. But the game, like you say, they've they've mastered that style of game. Yeah, man. Game evolves, man. All sports evolve, man. We both got Golden State in the final. Yeah, yep. Well, again. Yeah, exactly. So we going over to the Eastern Conference first round this matchups. Is be, the East is always going to be the one that's TV worthy. Yes, because I ain't got to stay up late. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, round one, you got the C's, the Celtics versus the Bulls, the 8-1 matchup. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. Pick carefully. Yeah, yeah. Pick carefully here. Yeah, I am. Got D-Way. I was following his snap. He got some new shoes for the playoffs. <laughs> he done Jimmy put some Butler. Color. He done put some color patterns together. That's quite nice. You got Butler. You got Rondo against his old boys. My brother's a big Rondo fan. And Me, then, not so much. Yeah, and then you got IT. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, you Young got Thomas, Bradley, great defender. Absolutely. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I think Jimmy Butler and Wade is enough. Ooh, to, upset city to upset the number one because I don't think it gets that off them that many floaters off. Rondo's D is sus though. He ain't the defensive yeah, player he, he once he used was. To be. I, I'm still, yeah, I'm still Chicago in six. Ooh, I'm going with the C's in seven. Mm. I, th- I think it's going to take them seven because I don't think the Celtics have enough firepower. I truly wish they would have made a trade during the trade deadline to grab a Jimmy Butler or a Paul George for that second piece. Yeah. Because if they did that, yeah, I would have them going very far. Because I don't like the matchup with Al Horford down there. Man, I don't like. He the, just don't. Lopez been hooping the last half of the season. He a goon. I mean, I, I he just a think, goon. I think it, I, I rocks think, with Robin Lopez, and I don't think Bradley can lock down Butler all game. Mm-mm. You know, he'll, he'll give him some stops. Of course, Bradley a great defender. It and Rondo. Yeah. Then it comes down to that bench. Yeah, I'm gonna still Wade, go with the Wade C's. Still got a couple good games in him. <laughs> That's, that's how thing. you know dudes getting older. Would be like, know. man, he still got a couple of. That's him. all he need though. The season vet knew. I'm gonna ride out the second half of the season because I hate this shit. We gotta make the playoffs. I come back. Game one, sloppy getting into it. Game two, about game three, game four, way going for like 35. Okay. Watch what you hear. All right, all right. Way gonna have a big game in about game three, game four. Watch. All right, we're gonna jump down to the two seven matchup. The Cleveland, no wait, let me get that right. <clears throat> the defending NBA yes. champion, the World Cleveland champions. Cavaliers versus the Pacers. This scares me. It should. Because they just went double overtime. I watched that whole game. Ooh, that was a good-ass game. Great game. 
Paul George is really awesome. I'm, I'm as good as you, nigga. That's how he out there hooping. So I think LeBron and Paul, they kind of niche each other out. Will my boy Kyrie step up? That's what it's going to take. Kyrie going to have to carry the load with K-Love. I still think Cleveland gets it done. Agreed. But I think it takes Cleveland six. Agreed. Couldn't say it better myself. Agree 100%, except for the Kyrie stuff. I think, I, think they back, <laughs> I, I, I think they back and forth until game five, game six, and then I think it's two games. Okay. We got the four or five matchup, the Wizards versus the Hawks. John Wall. Hardaway Jr. Bradley Bill. What's the one dude's name? Uh, oh, oh, Howard. <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> you can have him and um, his seven baby mamas. <laughs> man. Who we like here? I think. Has John Wall been out the first round yet? I don't think he been out the first round. Yeah, he got yes. out the first round last Has year. Yep. Okay. Then I'll say John Wall in, in Washington. Yeah, I agree. They, they, they'll get that done. Um, I agree. I'm going to say in. I'm gonna say a four. Woo! I'm gonna say a four. I won't go that far. Gonna I was gonna say I say the Wiz in six. I'm a big uh, Paul Millsap fan um, for the Hawks, and actually Schroeder is a pretty decent point guard, even though he needs to do something with that hair. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I no, think the no Wiz, more than Peyton though uh, from oh, Orlando. Goodness. His that shit. Smurf top he got. Yeah, he on. got the dread. He ain't got dreadlocks. <laughs> he got dreadlock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but shots out to my OG Craig Black. His hometown Wizards. I think they gonna definitely beat the Hawks in six. I think John Wall is. Let me probably say five. Let me say five. Five. Let me okay. Say five. I think John Wall is a top four point guard in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, I, leads, the, I, leads the NBA in assists. Well, second in the NBA in assists. He's my favorite fast break. Point oh, guard. man. It's, he's like a blur, bro. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable to, to see how fast he is down the floor. He's not a small dude, Under neither. control. Not it's, a small dude, neither. 6'5", bro. We've all seen the fast point guard that just blows it at the end. You know, he can't, <laughs> he can't control himself because he's going too fast. Uh, not Wall. When John Wall got that jumper going, he's unstoppable, man. So yeah. look out for him. All right, here's the probably the best matchup in the East, man. Raptors, Bucks. I'm so excited for that series. I think Giannis gonna shock the world. Say his last night. Nope. <laughs> 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 got a lot of vowels. You got a lot of vowels just, in his we name. We just call him Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Greek freak. Man, he's really just after the All Star game. He really. I think that was his time to show. He he was playing the All Star game. He was one oh, of the he ones was out that there was trying to get it. Yeah, he was trying to show you like I'm I'm meant to be here, but. You got Toronto that's used to being down the down down the road in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. They they've been what finals last Eastern Conference Finals Eastern I Conference think, Finals last year. last year. Yep. Um, DeRozan, Big Lowry, Man, Lowry. I forgot they end up grabbing um old boy that used to be with OKC. Um, oh uh, Ibaka, Ibaka. Mm-hmm. How did Ibaka blow that thing with Kerry Hilson though? Mm. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Abaka, yeah. get it together, brother. Just for that, I'm mean, picking Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee in seven. Milwaukee in seven. Kerry Hilson, blame you. How you, how you mess that up? You got NBA, though. Quick story about... girls like chocolate guys. Man, how you mess that up? Quick story about Kerry Hilson, man. At, um, you know, me and wifey got married out in Vegas. So we're coming back to our hotel. Who do we see? Miss Carrie Hilson. Mm. And I'm holding hands with the wife. And, like, and I see Carrie Hilson. Like, Damn, she bad as fuck. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> no, we don't want any pictures. <laughs> keep moving, girl. Come right. on. Oh, man. I'm going to still roll with the Raptors. Mm. I'm going to still go with the six, the six god, Drake and his boys. I'm still going to go with them. Uh, over the Bucks in five. I'm gonna go with them. So in you five. had Boston. Boston. You had Wizards. Toronto, and we matched on Cleveland and Wizards. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that brings us to the. Uh, my pick will be Celtics and Washington. And Washington. I'm gonna go with the Wizards, man. Mm. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a you big fan of John there, Wall. Gets, gets I think f- so, man. Mm. I'm gonna go with John Wall and the boys in six. 
I have Chicago and John Wall. And mm. I think Chicago beats John Whoa! Wall. Whoa! Yeah. A 500 team making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think because of the that. The last seed yes. in the East to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. I'm going to tell you this. If that happens, that Eastern Conference Final will be the biggest watched Eastern Conference Final in NBA history for yeah. sure. Yes. It's going to be LeBron and D-Wade in the Eastern. So we just need to skip all the other ones <laughs> because that's what we know is going to happen yeah. anyway. So basically, what you think is going to happen with the Bulls in the Cavaliers with D-Way and LeBron. I would love for that to happen. Yeah. I, I would more love for it to be D-Way in the Heat making it, like something like that, but yeah. I'll settle for this. I really think, man, I think Chicago can play with them. I, I mean, they, they beat them all this season. I think they were 3-0 versus them this year. Were they? Chicago versus Washington? No, uh, Chicago and, and uh, Cleveland. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, they did. Um, but still Cleveland. LeBron, man. LeBron is LeBron this is the this is the time of year that we all say we knew he could play like this. He just didn't do it during the season. <laughs> yeah. da, da, da. But then he'll have some games where he bitch up and don't want to be active the last two minutes. We've all seen that side of him too. But yeah. I think, man, really with Cleveland, man, I think having some things happen the way it did, I think giving D Will that confidence to be coming in off the bench. Mm-hmm. I think giving Fry, he's shooting the ball well. Richard uh, Jefferson is active. Shump, I think that's just the bench. I think with the starter, I think I think they just got enough to mm-hmm. get to get fresh bodies in and keep it moving. Okay. So Cleveland is six. And my match with one overtime be, game. Oh, yeah, I'm with that too. <laughs> and with my match, it will be the Wizards and the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I would say the Cavs in seven. I think John that John Wall. Kyrie matchup. I think if that happens, I think after that series is done, even though the Cavaliers win, I think that will propel John Wall to MVP status next season. That's how big of a fan. I I love his game. I love the fact that he's a traditional point guard, but he's like super athletic. Yeah. He's basically Chris Paul on steroids. Because yeah. he passes the ball, he can hit open shots, but he gets in that lane. It's not a floater or a layup. He's, he's coming to, to yam yeah. that bitch. He's coming to the hole. Yeah. I yeah. fucks with John Wall. So that leads us to our NBA Finals. Again. Third well, time in a row. But this time, I don't think Cleveland gets it done. <laughs> oh, I really? Yep. I think Golden State wins it. At home. So that means it would be a game seven? Seven. Five or seven. They would have the first three. Oh, uh, that's right. No, they go two, two, one, one, one. In the finals. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. So five or seven. Got to be seven. Golden State is seven. No. Yeah, Golden State is seven. Golden State wins it this year, unfortunately. I don't see. The mat, number one, okay, th- this is why I say this. I'm going to keep it real. Kyrie's one of my favorite point guard, but he's one of the worst defenders in the league <laughs> at the point guard position. They've That's been, why I think John Wall going to get his dues. So they've many. been struggling, struggling on defense. They haven't looked championship worthy at times, but not throughout a, throughout a game. And teams, basketball is a game of runs. Mm-hmm. So they just get outran more than the other. So their defense is going to lack. And I think with the matchup, we don't have no – LeBron had to, had to be on Durant. Mm-hmm. There's no breaks. Kyrie had to be on Steph. I mean, Clay has got Smith, or he got Shump, or he got Richard Jefferson. And you know how I feel about Shump. And I think Clay <laughs> gets off against Cleveland this year. I really do. Golden State in six. Mm-hmm. They're going to fiesta in Cleveland. Now, again. I would love to come back to this pod and be wrong as hell. Hey, you know, <laughs> I would too. Because this time I'm going to Cleveland if they win this time. <laughs> I'm going this time. I got I to gotta, I gotta get in that picture. Hey, man. <laughs> so there it is, our NBA playoff edition we of both UK. We Golden State. That's Golden State, man. Mm. Golden State. We, maybe we jinxed them. That'd be great. <laughs> They lose to Portland. <laughs> I doubt it. Dame, Dame Dollar said uh, Portland in six, by the way. Mm. So we'll find out 
starting tomorrow. They could run into that, you know, too many stars, not enough plays. Hey, yeah, that's why they play the game, man. That is why yep. they play the game. Well, there it is. 53 episodes. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. DeMarco Bars and Beyond always holding us down. Izzy. Gym City Pod. We always appreciate you. Absolutely, man. We keep cranking these things out. We appreciate all the love we've been getting. Thanks for the likes, the shares, the comments, all that great stuff, man. We're going to keep on doing this. Yep. Keep, keep replying to us. If you got any topics you want to talk about, any top fives, feel free to hit us up on the IGs. You know the names at DJ underscore killer underscore Kev at one Kev Nash. That's me. Or you can email us at you can't make this up podcast at Gmail. We out. Peace.